Friends, our God is the God of the highs and the God of the lows. Good morning, Christian America. He's the God who is always and ever-present with us. He's the God who was there from the beginning, who is with us today, and he will be with us at the end. He is the God who is the Alpha and the Omega. No matter what you're going through in your life, no matter uh, where you are in your life, God is here with us. And we must remember that we must cling to him in both the good times and the bad. Let's get right into the word today. Good morning, Christian America. All right, and good morning, Christian America. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you to the audience. Thank you to those who continue to subscribe, who continue to follow, who continue to share and comment and engage on this content. Thank you to you who see the necessity in our nation, this necessity around the world to bring the, the revitalization of a Christocentric life into the world, out into the world, interacting with one another. That's what we're doing here. That's what we're trying to do here. And we encourage you to do the same, friends. I want to talk to you just briefly today about being, being cognizant of the greatness of God, being aware that he's not just the God of all the great things, all the blessings that, you know, that we have in our lives. Um, he's also the God of challenge and uh, obstacle, you know, the, the God who builds us. He can't, I guess he could just snap his fingers, but that's just not the way life works. It's not the way God works. He builds us into the people that he wants us to be by placing us in the positions uh, at the right exact time, at the right exact place that he is able to shape us. There's a scripture that goes, iron sharpens iron, right? God is, in this case, is the blacksmith he's he's molding you he's shaping you he's shaping us into the people that he want us to be and i think far too often as a as a christian community and i i, I make that broad you know uh hand gesture right regardless of the dom- denomination regardless of you know the country that you may be in or the state that you may be in or the denomination that you are a part of far too often we, God's greatness is so large, it's, it's almost incomprehensible, and to some degree it is incomprehensible to our, to our small minds. And so we'd like to pigeonhole God into our own idea of what he should be or who we think that he is. Friends, that's just not the case. And, and, I think we see this division play out at its at, at its ugliest is when we as a community infight with one another. We uh, talk down to one another because this pastor's idea of what God is is different from that minister's idea of what God is. And these people uh, have this book and uh, these people focus on these verses and uh, if, if scripture is left to, uh, uh, to being a buffet of, of goodness that we can pick and choose which ones that we support, 
then we're we're down the wrong road and we are uh, we're on a dangerous path we see that play out on mainly like on television and news articles right? you have you have those who love to speak and preach on the the abundant life that God gives us that faith in God gives us because when we do give our lives to Christ when we do put Christ first in our lives there are blessings that are associated with that and those blessings manifest friends in so many different places in in the gospel of Matthew in chapter 6 Jesus says this that if we seek the kingdom first that all of these things will be given to us as well right like all of these earthly things and there are people who take that that piece of scripture that is true that is right that is just that that jesus uttered and gave us that is a true statement the parable of the talents where he elevates those the those first two servants who take his master's talents and multiply them in the world that make money in the world and he elevates them to a greater status and he chastises those uh that one what he calls lazy and wicked servant who is afraid to go out into the world and essentially double up his, his his blessing people have a tendency to take that and they make god they they build their god around those those statements around those scriptures and, and it leads us into an idea it leads the weak as as paul would talk about in corinthians he, he would lead the weak over it would become a stumbling block to the weak to think that god is only in those circumstances that he's only handing down blessings that he's only giving good things giving good gifts and i don't think i think that life has proven that that's not really the case the opposite of that is also true friends the 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 libertarian or excuse me the um yeah the liberation theology that exists in many nations that exist in many churches the idea that god is only here for the poor and the downtrodden that god only uh, saves a special place in his heart and in his kingdom for those who finished last on earth they take these these scripture verses where Jesus utters, and we brought one of them to you just a few weeks ago about the rich young man and how Jesus said how difficult it is for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven, that it is easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus talks multiple times about the poor, the, the meek that will inherit the earth, and these pastors these congregants these um organizations they take those few verses and they make it and they make their god around those things that god is only there uh for people who have turned over all of their possessions that are poor both monetarily and in spirit that 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 finished last on this earth so that they would be first in heaven because jesus says that as well and so we have to be cognizant of what we are doing and where we are focusing on our time. And we can't look at God from a, from a narrow point of view. Similarly, we're all familiar with um, those firebrand preachers who preach 
fire and brimstone that preach Old Testament uh, reckonings, that preach on the, uh, the true words that Jesus talks about when he gives his parables of the master and the wedding banquet and the man who shows up to the wedding banquet who is unprepared to be there, he tells his servants to bind up the man and cast him into the darkness where there'll be wailing and grinding of teeth. Jesus talks about those who would cause the little ones among us to stumble, that would lead people to sin, that it would be better if they were never born again that they would have never been born in the first place, that it would be better if a millstone were tied around their neck and they would be thrown into the ocean, that they would be drowned. Jesus talks about the, the, the dangers of not being in the good graces of God when that time comes and you lose your life. He gives the parable or the story of the rich man and Lazarus and how there's a gulf between them in which, you know, where the rich man is burning and he's, uh, and, and he's constantly thirsty and that he cannot, uh, Lazarus cannot come from Abraham into where he's at. And so those firebrand preachers that, 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 preach, that preach constantly on the disciplinary aspect, on the commands of Jesus to live this life that he calls us to, to follow and obey these commandments that he provides us. He, they make God all about the discipline. All about the commandments that we must follow. And then similarly, we all know and we've heard of these pastors and preachers and congregants who look at the mercy of Jesus, the acts of kindness of Jesus, the the Jesus who eats dinner with the sinner, Jesus who talks to the woman at the well, who calls her by name. The woman, the Jesus who refuses to stone the adulteress and says those who have not sinned should cast the first stone. We see those preachers, those ministers, those congregants pull out these phrases, these verses of scripture and build their God where sin doesn't really exist. And no matter what you do, as long as you're you, you can be heartfully sorrow, sorry when the time comes, that if you repent when necessary or uh, that Jesus, no matter what you do, Jesus will forgive you, carte blanche, 100%, without following the commandments, without, without true penance and, and, an, and an effort to, to stop sinning. Friends, do you see the message that I'm trying to get to you is that all of these people, all of these different congregations and these preachers, ministers, priests, um, bishops, y- you name it, all these congregations, they focus their attention on, on one aspect of who Christ is, on one aspect of who God is. And they make their own idea of God around those few ideas. And it can lead us astray. It can lead us into a warped idea of who God truly is. It's why we harp constantly on the necessity to read Scripture, the necessity to pick up Scripture and actually do the work to read it. Because if you're truly called to be a child of God, if you're truly 
interested in being a part of the Christian family, if you're truly dedicating or trying to turn your life around, whether you're in one of those hills right now or one of those valleys right now personally, you need to understand what Jesus did, what Jesus said, and what example he gives us and commands he gives us that we must follow. None of those examples that I gave is by themselves completely wrong. But taking only one of those examples, the God of prosperity or the God of liberation theology, the God of fire and brimstone and the God of mercy, taking each one of those on their own is severely lacking. But you would never know it unless you read scripture for yourself. We would never know it. We would, if all we did was take someone else's word about what God did, take someone else's word about what God said, take someone else's opinion on what it means in our life today, then we're, we would be handicapped. And so if you fall into this category, friends, I ask you to make a commitment to yourself and to your family if you haven't, that you'll get into the word of God, that you understand these things because these things, the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, these gospels are the foundation of our entire civilization. We would not know good from bad we would not know righteousness from wickedness unless we know the word of god which is why when we see this nation in peril today when we see wickedness run amok when we see debauchery and idolatry and sexual immorality pervasive all around our 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 country all around the world it's because those individuals perpetrating these things don't understand. They don't have the foundational building blocks to what a good, a good and just society should be because they don't know the word of God. The word of God is the foundation of all that is good. And without it, you're left with all that is bad. Jesus says that he is the cornerstone. He's the cornerstone of you individually. He's the cornerstone of a happy marriage. He's the cornerstone of a happy family, a nuclear family. He's the cornerstone of a community that helps one another and looks after one another and supports one another in times of need. He's the cornerstone of the nation that we live in. And the further we move away from him, the more destructive our nation will become. And so we need to turn that around, and we need you in that effort. So if you like messages like this, again, if you get value from this, we don't ask for donations. We're asking you to participate. Share this on your social media platform. Share this on your, on your, uh, your Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Parler uh, social media profile. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. Subscribe to this Rumble channel. Subscribe to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or uh, Spotify, or any other podcast platforms that we're on. We're, we're on just about all of them. And that is how we can share the Word of God. We can, 
we can build a community, not for ourselves, not because I want to have an audience, but so that the audience would turn to Scripture, so that the audience would turn to God. And with that, friends, until Monday, you guys uh, stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.